Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuhu. Welcome to the second episode of Chronicles of the Crescent. Again, this is the Ramadan Blitz series. We'll be going through a different story drawn from the Islamic tradition and the wider Islamic civilizational paradigm each day of the month. Today's story is from the time of Umar radiallahu an. I originally found this story in Tosun Barak al-Jarahi's translation of Kitab al-Futuwa of As-Sulami. And I started tracking down the story to see if I can find an older version than this modern one. And I came across the same story in Diab al-Itli's Nawadr al-Khulafa. Al-Itli was an author, writer, storyteller, it seems, active in the 18th century AD, the 12th century Hijri. It seems like this story is a later edition, but while it might not be true in historical value, it's very true in spirit. Bismillah. One day, when Umar an was sitting with companions during the time of his Khilafah in Medina, he saw three men coming in the distance. Two of them, two brothers, were holding the third and dragging him along almost. They came to Umar an's majlis. And they said to him, this man, this young man who we're holding, he killed our father. And Umar an asked this young man, is this true? Did you kill their father? And he says, yes, I did. I had tied my horse or my mule by the tree and their father tossed a rock. It hit my horse's head and I was so mad when I saw this. I picked up the rock and without thinking, I threw it back and I hit their father on the head and he fell and he died. I didn't mean for this to happen, but I absolutely deserve whatever punishment they want. Now the two brothers say we want this man's death, life for life. I, I absolutely agree. I have nothing to say against this, the young man says. All I ask is that you give me three days before this punishment. There are these parents who had entrusted the wealth of their children to me. and The parents passed away. They're orphans. I was waiting until they reached the age of majority, but now that it looks like you know, my life will end now, I, I want to go back to my village, get the wealth, and give it to them. Th- this can't be done. Umar al-Lahwan says, You could run away. We don't know where you're going. The young man points into the crowd and he says, No, this man will stand in for me. And he points to Abu Dhar al-Ghafari radiallahu anh. Abu Dhar al-Ghafari, he'll stand in for me. Abu Dhar is kind of startled, but he says, Absolutely, I'll stand in. You understand, Abu Dhar, if he doesn't come back, then you're going to be killed in his place. He'll come back. He'll come back. The young man leaves. A day passes. A second day passes. It's the third day. The two brothers are hounding Abu Dhar al-Ghafari. You're foolish. You were stupid. We want blood and it's going to be yours because he's not coming back. Finally, it's Maghrib time. The sun is setting. It's time for the prayer. And the young man is running. He's sweating. Time is almost up. I'm sorry, I'm almost late. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's panting. 
the village was further than I thought. It took longer to locate the orphans, but everything is taken care of. I'm ready for this punishment. Umar asks the young man, why did you come back? You could have fled. You could have gone anywhere. It was three days. You could have put so much distance behind you. No one would have found you. Why did you come back? The young man said, I don't want it to be said that Muslims are not truthful. They looked at Abu Dhar and you put your life on the line for this man you didn't even know. Why did you do that? I don't want it to be said that Muslims don't trust each other. The two brothers who given this accusation, they're crying now. And they say, we forgive him, we forgive this young man, we don't want it to be said that Muslims don't forgive, that they're not merciful.